Welcome to another episode of 6 Minute Monday where I give you 6 tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room, the boardroom, and on a football field. Tip number one, it's a training tip. It's for all the meatheads getting back into a gym in New York City this week, rushing back to their favorite exercise, the barbell bench press. When you set up for the bench press, when you lay down on that bench, what I want you to do is make sure that your eyeballs are directly underneath the barbell. This is good for two reasons. The first one, it's going to prevent you as you're actually bench pressing from hitting the safety rack with the barbell. If you line up too far back, there's a lot of times where guys are benching and then boom, it hits that rack. It's super annoying. The second reason is that by putting your eyeballs underneath the barbell, it's going to minimize the amount of, I'll say, effort and length that you need to move this barbell from the time you unrack it to the time you get it over your chest before you even begin your first rep. If you move it too much, it expends energy, and it also could take away the shelf that you've been creating with your upper middle back to stabilize your body as you're performing the bench press. All right, so keep your eyeballs underneath the barbell when you perform bench press. You're welcome. Tip number two, something I'm experimenting with. It is actually utilizing a trap bar deadlift. So I just bought one, 42 years of age. I've never used one. I've kind of stayed away from the trap bar deadlift for a couple of reasons. One is because we were doing deadlifts and squats. And from what I've researched, the trap bar deadlift is very similar or more similar to a squat. I'd say it's more... uh, potentially more quad dominant than glute dominant, whereas a a deadlift is a lot more glute dominant or posterior chain dominant. Anyway, why did I do this? Well, reason number one is that pure laziness. I have a a legitimate Olympic barbell in my garage gym, except it's it's annoying to move around. It's annoying to move stuff around on the floor. I don't have that much space to make, even make sure I have enough room to actually deadlift. So this trap bar deadlift is great. It's small, it's a little heavier than a, a regular barbell. I think it's about 10 pounds heavier, but it's small. I can put it in my open area. Load up the weight, done. Reason number two is I am experimenting with the underground secrets of strength training for faster running. And what they say is do not both deadlift and squat in the same session. It's actually not worth it. If they recommend one thing, it's deadlift. So for me, I said, well, why not take the trap bar deadlift? Because it's giving me this middle ground between a pure deadlift and a pure squat. So those are my two reasons for using the trap bar deadlift. I'll let you know how this thing goes. I've used it once and I loved it. Okay. Training tip number three, the quote that I am thinking about. It is, people overestimate what they can get done in a day and underestimate what they can get done in a year. This one is sticking in my head for uh, one big reason. I've been finding myself making lists of stuff to do in a day that are way too big, right? (laughs) It's stressing me out to no end. So what I've had to do with this is actually make a list and say, this is what I'm going to get done this week. And then I take that list and I break it into mini chunks and say, this is what I have to get done this day. Because I was legitimately overestimating what I was going to get done in a day and then just depressing myself every day. Meanwhile, I'd get a bunch of stuff done. I'd be happy. I'd get 10 things done. All right. But maybe my list had 15 things on it. Now I was depressed about those five things that I didn't get done. So again, it's people overestimate what they can get done a day, get done in a day and underestimate what they can get done in a year. So make your list, make it short, and it's all going to add up, which leads into uh, my productivity tip. All right. So this is tip number four, productivity tip. And a lot of these productivity tips have been about efficiency or how to do things faster, how to eliminate waste. This one today is like, it's literally going to be about getting stuff done or really the, the process of even beginning to get stuff done. If you don't feel like doing something, if you're just like, ugh, I can't get started, or you're nervous about it, oh my God, this is going to be so hard. The best trick that you can do is visualize what it feels like or what it's going to feel like once it's done. I've watched so many people finish working out, and they always feel better. People always seem like they're walking out of the gym like they just conquered the world. Or if you had this project in your house, and it's done, 
Now you feel like, man, I've accomplished something. Well, to get yourself started, just think about what it would feel like to have accomplished that task and then accomplish it in that manner. Or if you're like nervous to perform some sort of movement or you're getting up at bat in the batter's box or you're going to perform this max effort deadlift, instead of freaking out about how hard it's going to be to execute that movement, just visualize, man, I'm going to feel sick when this is done. And then use that momentum, use that positive mindset to execute the movement. Okay, tip number five, a book that I am reading that is really having an impact on me. And look, I'm only like uh, two chapters into it, but it's pretty sick. It's called The Inner Game of Tennis. Now, I'm sure that there is a 0% chance that anyone on this who's listening to this podcast actually plays tennis. So don't, don't, don't check out on me right now. The point is, and I'll say this before I even get into it, there are great coaches, Pete Carroll, Steve Kerr, who have read this book multiple times and use it in their coaching philosophy. Steve Kerr, when he played for the Bulls with Michael Jordan, he said he read the book two times a year. And essentially what this book is about, it's about... A, coaches overcoaching and making things too complicated, and B, players making things too complicated in their head. So I'm only, again, I'm only two chapters into it. What I'm really trying to figure out for myself is, is one, how do I get out of my own head when I'm training? How do I calm down? How do I get into this relaxed state and just flow? And two, how do I stop overcoaching? So I'm giving, you know, essentially what the book is saying, you give too many cues to people, they think about it too much, and then they freak themselves out and they can't execute. So how, could I, how can I correct my own actions as a coach? How do I correct my own actions as an athlete? I'm really dying to get deeper into this thing. Okay, tip number six, uh, the craziest thing I saw in a gym. Actually, I didn't see anything crazy this week, so I'm just going to give you a equally crazy story. CEO of Match.com. It's in the early days of Match.com. There's some controversy. They ask him to step down. Poor guy actually has to step down as CEO of Match.com. Wow, I'm really stumbling for my words here. But what adds insult to injury is that as he is stepping down of CEO of Match.com, his girlfriend leaves him for another guy who she met on Match.com. Think about that. Enjoy your uh, Labor Day. This podcast is brought to you by MicroSky, your one-stop shop for IT and computer services. Now, I've been a customer of these guys for years, and here's why. They make things easy. My computer had died. They came, picked up my computer, recovered all my data, and then set me up with a new computer in three days. Fully loaded, I just press the on button, and I'm ready to go. Made my life super, super easy. Now, they don't only specialize in computer repair. They also specialize in cloud backup, data recovery, cybersecurity, and IT support plans. Do not be like me. Do not wait until your computer dies to get in touch with these guys. Visit microskyms.com slash contact. Microsky, that's S-K-Y-M-S dot com slash contact. If you want a free month of cloud backup, make sure you put AT2020 in the referred by field in the contact form. Again, that's AT2020. Do not wait like I did. Contact them today. 